It is Thursday, June 18th, 2020 today, and this is a new episode of The Smug Buds, uh, the podcast where we explain everything to the geese, and my name is Will, and I'm joined as always by my friend, my co-host, my pod husband, Elizabeth Deanna Morris-Lakes. Hello, Liz. Hey, Will. How are you? Welcome to week Um, 14 of quarantine. I'll take your word for it. And thank you for welcoming me to that. (laughs) Right back at you. How how are you doing this week? I have very good news. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. I teased it before we went on mic. I don't know what it is. Elliot's going back to daycare. Wow. July 6th. Uh Uh-huh. Which is soon, as far as I'm concerned. So only a few weeks away. Sooner than what I thought before, which was, he'll never go back. <laughs> right, yes. He'll just graduate high school at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, I I didn't think that. I thought he would never go back to daycare. I thought that he might just go straight to school. We had a whole conversation, yes. though, about what comes after daycare and yeah, yeah. what happens um, if we're, you know, stuck like this for a year and a half, etc. So Montgomery County's going into phase two. Um, of reopening and part of that what that means is that daycare and child care facilities can open for classes under 15 kids mm. and part of the reason I feel good with I still think clearly everybody should be wearing masks I still don't think people should be going to parties and shit but I feel Elliot's going to be going back with two other kids so there's going to be three kids total mm-hmm. um, I'm not even sure her mom's going to come back as a helper honestly if they only have three kids Mm-hmm. Um, the, my daycare provider's mother is her, like, assistant caretaker. I, I figured that out, yes. Um, and so I just feel like this is, like, the mitigated risk I'm willing to take, um, for everybody's sanity. Yeah. You've, you've been brought to your breaking point and past that, I multiple assume. Times. Multiple times. I put so, Elliot yeah, to bed yeah. at 6.15 tonight. Uh, okay, good. He poured water on me during the bath after not eating dinner and trying to hit me and throwing a, a pretzel at me. What a what a problem child. I know. He's he's sending him to boarding school. The <laughs> Omen part four or whatever it would be if it was a new one. So uh, do you have uh, th- congratulations. That's, Thank you. That's I do really. I, I think I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I think I um I had been talking to my co-editor Laura about this and both of us had said that we thought if we didn't have kids that we'd probably be fine. Like we'd be sad, but we wouldn't be like panicked. Mhm. And I think this is essentially that. I think that once Elliot goes back to daycare and I can work a 8-hour day just with Kenny Mm-hmm. And I don't have to, for example, start working at six fifteen every morning. I think I'm going to be a lot happier. Like I think I'm going to be a lot more stable, and I think I'm going to mm-hmm. cry less. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that um, should, that's what that should mean. So yeah, so that's that's what I'm I'm most hopeful for. <laughs> great, good. You got something to look forward to. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it. Um, what's up with you? Um, not a whole, uh, heck of a lot that I want to talk about. Uh, I will, uh, talk about something that is, uh, I, I, I'm going to 
file it under the uh, umbrella of uh, old business. <gasps> old business. So now that we're in old business, I can talk about this old business. Yes. Uh, last week, uh, I talked about the uh, uh, private theater rentals at yes. my beloved Loft Cinema. And I said I had submitted an application and I would hear back within the week. And I said I would be able to uh, update you on the next episode. And here we are. Oh, my God. I did, in fact, receive that email back. I received it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you uh, what it says, and this is an update, but it's not a final answer. Ugh. There will be more updates to come. Um, but basically what it says is, um, as a reminder, I submitted an application that we wanted to rent uh, the uh, their big theater Mm-hmm. Um, for for a group of 10, which is what they will allow. That's the maximum they'll allow. Mm-hmm. On July 12th, because that is Dana's birthday. Yes. And their response w- was basically, I'll, I'll paraphrase and summarize. It was like, okay, well, it, uh, it's June now. <laughs> and you you Thanks want for the update a, loft <laughs> you want a uh that's i'm 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 just putting it i'm just framing it that uh-huh. way that's that this may not technically be the content yes. or even the spirit of what they said but i i would frame it as well it's june now you want to rent the theater in mid-july there is a possibility that come july we may be reopened to the public, in mm-hmm. which case we're not, we won't be doing private theater rentals right. at that point. To which I say, sure. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. sure. That possibility is still on the table. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, meanwhile, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you follow news relevant to. Arizona, but oh yeah, y'all are spiking out of the <clears throat> fucking water. Yeah, it's it's spike time. It's uh, it's it's wave one. Uh, um, as to uh, the programming of our private theater rental, you may recall mm-hmm. I requested uh, what we want is to watch the original Star Wars, no special edition, no CGI, etc. And uh, they wrote back, uh, we can screen what's known as the despecialized edition of Star Wars. It's as close to a high definition, non-messed with version of the film that exists. And it was painstakingly crafted by folks on the internet from a ton of different sources. That's incredible. And then they linked to a mini doc about it, which I will link to in the show notes. If you want to learn more about the despecialized edition of Star Wars. So I didn't react to that uh, in my response uh, to the loft. I just I just responded to uh, the note about, Mm -hmm. you know, July and whatnot. And I said, thank you for getting back to me so soon. Um, You know, looking forward to hearing an update from you. Yeah. And I figure, okay, when I will, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't taken the time to watch the the mini doc yet. I want to watch that and then make a decision about, you know, if I if in fact we do get this opportunity mm-hmm. and we have to make the decision about what film to watch. Yeah. I want to get more informed about the despecialized edition and then make that decision, but um I mean, 
in theory, it sounds like a pretty fun thing to watch. Yeah. Like it is it 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 is more or less what we wanted to see, plus it kind of has the added bonus of like it's like a crowdsourced kind of fan made sort of you know yeah. something something that the loft might screen as like a midnight movie like mm-hmm. like that fan made shot for shot remake of raiders of the lost ark or mm-hmm. you know like one of those types of yeah. stories that seems like something you might see at a theater like the loft so um so yeah sounds like it will be fun would be fun hopefully i have a an update on the loft too which you're like that doesn't make any sense I'm interested. I know you didn't want to say how much it cost, and that's fine, and I still am not going to say this, but I I did um, think, well, I want to know how much it cost, and I knew that I could uh, uh, ask you, but I also thought that I could Google it, and so that's what I did. Yes. And what I wanted to say was, when you were describing this last week, I meant to say, and then we just got where I forgot to mention it, that I would pick a movie based on what... uh, the longest movie I could think of to maximize the amount of time. It's by the hour. But though. it's by the hour, yes, yeah. Right. So I was like, I I guess we're watching Nymphomaniac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is right. like so long because it's right. in two parts, even on Netflix. Yes. Right, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, it, in fact, the opposite, you have to, you have to consider that for the opposite reason. Yes. I, I didn't mention it, but yes, another thing that we took into consideration is, is what could we watch that is under two hours, two hours yeah. but like just under two hours mm-hmm. to maximize your time. Exactly. If we are in fact going to pay by the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I think, like to say that I do agree. It's a very reasonable, very reasonably priced. I don't know what the runtime of the despecialized edition is. When I Googled star Wars runtime, it said two hours and five minutes. Yeah. Now that could be with, you know, the job of the hut scene that was mm-hmm. added and maybe anything else that might pad out that mm-hmm. runtime. So I'm hopeful that we will not have to pay for a third hour. Yeah. Um, but even if we do, I mean, that's that's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Especially um, to see, I mean, fucking Star Wars. I mean, we, we never had a chance. We were not alive. I was going to say we were dead, well, but that's not. Well. Some would some would say. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, we're 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 too young. We're we're but children. Yeah. In the in the eyes of the cinephiles. I keep forgetting that I'm gonna be thirty two this year and thinking that I'm gonna be thirty one again. And I'm not hmm. somebody that's precious about her age. Do you have any old business? Yeah, I have one piece of old business which is about music videos. Uh huh. So I was compelled this morning. To watch some Harry Styles music videos. Pretty cool. <laughs> because uh, I had been in the car the other day and heard Adore You, um, which is a catchy tune. And I like Harry Styles well enough uh, for a pop musician. Also, he's real cute. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of cute in a Tom Holland sort of way. He was in the movie Dunkirk. Better hair. Oh, I didn't see Dunkirk. By Christopher Nolan. Oh. Um, so I looked them up, and I looked up two. I looked up Watermelon Sugar and Adore Me, and I realized that these two fall into genres that I didn't talk about. Okay. Or subcategories, rather. Sure. So Watermelon Sugar falls into the category of everybody's just real sexy. 
Okay. So in Watermelon Sugar, it's just Harry Styles eating berries and slices of watermelon and also, like, running his fingers along it. Mm -hmm. And women also eating these things, and they're all kind of touching each other and, like, uh, rubbing their bodies together. Yep. And it starts with a note that says, like, this video is dedicated to touching because it came out, like, mid-pandemic. Okay. But there's no dancing. Mm -hmm. There's no choreographed dancing. He's singing along. There's no plot. Like, there's no story arc. It's just people being sexy. Yeah. (laughs) Which is not something we covered in the episode. True. The other one sort of falls into, like, the arc, like, the, like, story arc one. Mm Mm-hmm. But it... I think it falls into a more, like, fabulous, like, fabulous music video that doesn't totally match the, like, tone of the song, but here we are. Mm -hmm. The song, the music video for Adore You is about Harry Styles being in a very British-looking fishing town. Mm -hmm. And are you familiar with the book Fish Out of Water? The children's book (laughs) Fish Out of Water? No. The children's book Fish Out of Water is about a boy who buys a fish, a goldfish, and the man at the store tells him not to feed him more than a pinch a day, but he feeds him an extra pinch because he looks very sad, and then the fish grows to be the size of a swimming pool. But when this is happening, it's like, first he's in the bowl and he's too big, and then he puts him into a bucket, and then he's too big, and then he puts him into the tub and he's too big, and then he puts him into the basement and then he's too big and then he somehow gets him out of the basement onto like a truck and they take him to a pool um that's basically the plot of this which is that harry styles catches a small fish and the fish continues to grow over time and he keeps having to put him into larger vessels and uh he's singing to the fish and looking very lovingly at the fish and then he has to but in this version he releases him back into the ocean under unlike fish under fish out of water where the shopkeeper arrives with a in a swimsuit with a variety of tools jumps into the pool there's a whirlpool and he emerges with a small fish again hmm. uh it's so weird and so funny and like why does it exist with this very like sort of nice like sort of sexy love song hmm. i don't know but those are some two subcategories i had not I cannot believe I skipped over, like, everyone's just really sexy. Like, that's there's mm. a lot of music videos that are just, like, everybody's just really sexy. Yeah, I think you were just so, yeah, you know, focus focusing your attention on that choreography and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, things, things, things that have some obvious, you know, art and craft to them. Yeah. Not just, like, this is so fun, everybody's eating fruit and looks real hot and is, like, yeah. touching each other. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you brought it up and that you added that to the ongoing conversation because <laughs> that is that is essential to a comprehensive look at music videos as yes. a genre. Yeah. <laughs> well but done. That's all my old business. Very good. Uh, shall we? Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to talk about now? So I think we're talking about karaoke today. That's correct. Kenny kept asking me, how is he going to talk about that? And I said, well, I think he's probably going to talk about, like, things that make a good karaoke song. More or less. And he said, how do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, he kind of hinted at it in the last episode. 
Well, perhaps we will get to the bottom of that. But if we do answer that question, we may do it by uh, looking at examples. Yes. And and perhaps if we look at enough examples, we yes. will arrive at some kind of theory for uh, what what unifies them. Yeah. Um, but 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 before I get into my agenda, mm-hmm. uh, we get a baseline, and uh, that means that I will ask you. Yes. Uh, karaoke. Uh, Question mark. You 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 done it? Yeah. So I've I've only officially done karaoke uh like in a karaoke bar once Uh um it was for aram's birthday the one year i forget if i had elliot or not yet it was either no i was pregnant that's what it was because i could not drink but i could still freely go to dinner (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and uh it was at a, uh, we went to, Aram is Korean, and we went to Korean barbecue and then went to a Korean karaoke bar, um, uh, which uh, was just sort of accidental in the sense that she, uh, the karaoke place was right next to the Korean barbecue place, and she wanted Korean barbecue. Mm. Um, and, like, this was, like, an area that had, like, a, a sort of, like, little cluster of Korean businesses next to each other. This is a, this is just slightly bizarre as a coincidence because my story also involves uh, getting dinner at a barbecue restaurant oh. right right next to where we then sang karaoke, um, but they are uh, different types of places. Ah, and and yeah, I love singing and I love the idea of doing karaoke, um, and I've definitely sung karaoke type things places mm-hmm. um but this would that was my only experience at a karaoke what could probably officially be called karaoke mm-hmm. and not just like a sing-along sure um and the song i sang that day was uh bad romance by lady gaga mm, yes and very when good. I, which was a very good song for me mm-hmm. and when i sang it aram looked shocked <laughs> <laughs> she did not have a concept that I'm not the best singer in the world, but if I find a song that is in my range, I can mm. fucking sing it. Yes. And um, this song is in my range, and I can fucking sing it. Mm-hmm. And um, she was shocked that I mm. just was singing the song and mm-hmm. was like, li- like brought it up to me later, like just recently. She was like, I didn't know you could sing before then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because she drew this like, she painted this fucking perfect watercolor of a dog. And I was like, did you paint this? She, like, sent me a picture of it. I was like, what's this? She was like, I painted oh. this. I was like, you what? Uh-huh. You what? And she, and she was like, well, that's just, like, you doing karaoke. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly more technical. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how, what's, your, what's your story? So, uh, my story is mostly about, uh, the past year and a half, um, because, uh, well, I'll go back a little farther first, uh, to talk about birthdays Mm. and a few, oh, gotta love a birthday. Uh, a few years ago, uh, Dana, uh, decided that for her birthday, uh, we, uh, meaning the group of 
friends mm-hmm. um, would uh, do something to celebrate her birthday that was out of the ordinary and going to be fun. But most importantly, the way I would frame it, and I think Dana would agree with me, I think that this was her intent. Her intent was, because it's my birthday, let's do something that, like, I'm putting my friends up to doing it. Ah, yeah. Uh And they have to honor it because it's my birthday. Mm -hmm. And on any other day of the year, I couldn't get our group of friends to do this thing. Yes. And and that's and that's that's how you use the special occasion of a birthday yeah, to its fullest potential. It. So for that first time, um, I'm remembering Dana. Uh, we we went bowling, mm-hmm. which normally we would never do, but yeah, is is a fun thing to do for mm-hmm. a birthday. We had fun. Another year for Dana's birthday, we did an escape room. Ah, we did an escape room for one of Dana's birthdays. So uh, Dana put this uh, good idea into my head. And then uh, somewhat simultaneously, uh, over a year and a half ago, somehow, I don't remember why or how I got it into my head that I wanted to do karaoke, which is something that prior to this, I had almost never done. I had like only on maybe like two or three occasions in my life done any karaoke and more specifically what i really wanted to do was i wanted to do private karaoke yes i wanted to rent a room bring in just my friends Mm -hmm. and do an hour of karaoke for ourselves having fun rather than the traditional what you what it sounds like you did Going to a bar where they have karaoke and you sign up and no, you take had, turns. Oh, did had, you have your own? We had our own room. It was a karaoke bar oh, okay. that had a series of private rooms. Gotcha. And there okay. was there was a main stage, but I don't really remember. I just remember walking past it. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. So you you um, threw me off the scent when you said that the place you went to was a bar. Yeah. Because I'm going to talk more about the place that we've gone to in a moment, but it's not a bar it, and this place was a bar like they came to your room took your drink mm-hmm. order brought you drinks yeah. yeah we don't have that um i i i looked into it and i found there was one place here mm-hmm. in tucson arizona that i could find online that would give me what i wanted which mm-hmm. was the private room where i can bring my friends and we can do karaoke so dana called ahead and made a reservation and then our friends uh, and I went to a barbecue restaurant uh, here in Tucson called Smoky Mo. Shout out Smoky oh, Mo's yeah. very, very good barbecue. Uh, and uh, it, it is um, on the same block as this uh, private karaoke place. It's it's practically right next door. Yeah. So uh, from the outside. <laughs> the karaoke place doesn't look like much. Yeah. And we sort of registered that, but we went straight to the restaurant. We had our dinner and then we had a little time to kill at the restaurant uh-huh. um, while we were waiting for our the time we had reserved yeah. at the karaoke place. And in the time that we were killing, we were talking about the place and it's and what we perceived from the outside as its possible eccentricities. Mm -hmm. And our friend Andrew said, 
I'm just going to walk over there. Uh, and, so and I get love close, Andrew. And get a closer look. So we stayed and he left. I love a and, man. Hmm. I mean, a human. But I love a person that does reconnaissance for me. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, a, it's a blessing. It's and, a blessing. And this blessing came back to the table a few minutes later. And he said, it looks closed, <laughs> like permanently. No. There's no doorknob on the front door. Oh, my God, Will. So I, I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> like, I, 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 of course, I was going to be disappointed if we couldn't do karaoke. Yeah. But on the other hand, this was um, tickling me because I have this sort of particular affinity for places uh, that are a little uh, sketchy or a little off or, or seem just like a little like less than well kept. Yeah. And I, I think it's because uh, I, I've, I've talked about this before, you know, my my brain has been trained to really observe the environment with an eye towards what can I point to and like make fun of that, you know, mm. just like, I'm just like looking for, for easy jokes, you know, in case there's an opportunity to make someone laugh. Yeah. And so whenever there's an environment where like, this place is kind of weird, right? Like, <laughs> Uh, this place seems like it's, you know, a front for something or like, you know, easy jokes like that. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm joyed to be in a place like that as long as it doesn't <laughs> actually seem dangerous or, you know, yeah. as long as I don't experience any actual fear, just that little left of center. And so I was like, great. This is really funny. So um, Dana called again after mm-hmm. Andrew brought back that reconnaissance report. Mm-hmm. And spoke to someone and uh, said, yeah, um, you, we have your reservation. You know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be there. Um, and, I'll be and, there. Yeah. So I don't remember. <laughs> I wasn't on the call. I don't remember exactly what was said. But the way I remember it was that Dana got the impression that the person working there wasn't there yet. They weren't open yet. Mm-hmm. But maybe they were supposed to be if you looked at their posted hours and they mm-hmm. made it sound on the phone, maybe like they were on their way. But mm-hmm. who knows if that's really true? Maybe they were just yeah. at home or somewhere where they, they weren't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, we gave them the proper time. Mm-hmm. We we arrived at the agreed upon time and not before. Mm-hmm. And and sort of. What Andrew said was was true and also the opposite was true simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It does look closed. <laughs> it it doesn't look inviting. Yeah. There is a door out front that is missing a doorknob. Uh-huh. However, there are two doors and and I don't mean separate from each other. I mean like double doors. Yeah. And one of them does have a handle. Mm, mm-hmm. And you can open it and you can get in. And it's possible that the missing doorknob is actually by design. Like mm-hmm. they have double doors, but they only want you to use one of them. And the other one's supposed to stay closed. Yeah, that makes sense. 
once we got inside, it was like, oh, this place doesn't look so bad at all. It's yeah. just like, it's just a little weird how empty it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it it feels like a a converted something like a converted you know small office building or something yeah. like that you know um but they th- someone was there to receive us and they and they had our reservation and they took us to our private room and we got inside the room and the room is so pink inside and the decoration is very floral <laughs> And again, I thought this is really funny. Yes. It's it's so funny, it's perfect. It's yes. it's perfect because we didn't ask for this. I didn't know it would look like this. <laughs> um it's it's but it it's it's outlandish, it's kinda in your face. It is what it is. Yeah. It, it, I I couldn't I couldn't have asked for something better if you asked me to imagine it. Mm-hmm. Um they showed us how to use the karaoke machine and indeed it worked and there were six of us. Another thing about this place I uh, will sh- will say that I meant to say in fact I think I I left out a sort of insignificant part of the story which is we we made a stop in between the restaurant and the karaoke place and that was to get some refreshments mm-hmm. because it is not a bar there's no service you can bring in your own beverages. Nice. And we did. Mm-hmm. So we had our own refreshments and uh, we had it for an hour. And as I think I reflected on afterwards, I think I think I basically never stopped singing like like no one in in that hour. No one had a solo except for me when, uh-huh. I, when I wanted to because it was either me singing or it was like group singing. Yeah, and I was I was like more or less always participate. I think it was actually Andrew who afterwards was a little bit like Aram reacting to seeing you sing karaoke. Yeah. I remember um, Andrew speaking as if he were amazed, uh, at least a little bit, uh, like you sang every song. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh yeah, I guess I did. I didn't really, I didn't realize I was doing that, but yeah, I guess I did. Um, so I had a blast. Yeah. It was a great birthday. I think everyone else present had fun as well. Mm-hmm. And we had enough fun that we kept going back for more mm-hmm. uh, throughout the year. This was last year. Mm-hmm. I I think I've been back there like four or five more times. Mm-hmm. That sounds right to me because I always get videos of people singing <laughs> when this happens. Of course, of course. It's like I'm. It's like basically like everyone's here except Liz. We'll send her some videos. Doesn't it look fun? Oh, it looks fucking amazing. I was planning on going to karaoke if I came to visit. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. When you come to visit, whenever that may be. Yeah. We're taking you there if they're still open, and I pray that they will be. So now that we can't go, and we're we're stuck in the middle of a pandemic, I'm I'm thinking about it fondly, much in the same way that I talked about looking on you know in my last episode the pub Mm -hmm. quizzes and the bar trivia missing out on that you know wishing wishing for that under the circumstances so thinking about it more i have decided that uh, although i am no karaoke expert Mm -hmm. in my limited experience and uh 
my disproportionate enjoyment of, of the activity. Um, I, I think I've, I've developed a, something of a smugness for, yeah. for song choice mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to doing karaoke. Yeah. And so what I've done um, for the real main course of this conversation mm-hmm. is I've written down a few lists of songs and the lists are uh, the following categories. Uh, songs that I have nailed. Nice. Songs that I have whiffed. <laughs> uh, my wish list of songs that I haven't gotten to sing yet. And finally, other people's good ideas. <gasps> uh, and uh, so I'm just going to go through the songs that I've listed in each of these categories. Now, um, with the caveat first that these lists are, are partial, they're incomplete. Of course. Um, they're just what I can remember. And maybe while we're talking, I'm going to remember more that I haven't already written down. Yeah. And almost certainly after the conversation is over at a later time, I'll remember others that I forgot that were relevant. And maybe that'll be a subject of old business in a future episode. Mm-hmm. But I thought we would start with a few songs that I've nailed and I'm allowed to say that because as I've said I'm smug about this and it's and Absolutely. the show is called the smug buds yeah we explain everything to the fucking geese man mm-hmm. speaking of which mm-hmm. High Violet apparently they did a re-release on vinyl because that also came out like 10 years ago or something yeah that that makes sense yeah furiating <laughs> because it's so far in the past because I didn't know and I didn't buy it. <laughs> oh, sure. Is it like sold out? Or? I don't know. I haven't looked that oh. far. <laughs> okay. Do you have I a just... record? Do you have a record yeah. player? Yeah, we have a record player. Oh, okay. We, we might have talked about that before, but I don't really remember. We have a nice record player now with like speakers. We had like oh, a cool. weird like combo looks old timey, like an old timey yeah. radio one. But I was uh-huh. like, we actually buy and listen to records. So we should have a nice one. So we got one for Christmas. Cool. Um. It's good to know. And we've been listening to Me Without You, and I have Phoebe, I have Phoebe Bridgers' last album we've been listening to a lot. And I also mm-hmm. got Kenny the Return of the King soundtrack, which is seven discs, or like huh. seven, not discs, records. LPs. LPs, yeah. Um, That's very cool. So yeah, uh, yeah, we have a record player. Nice. I'm not smug about it, I can tell you that, but I do listen to a lot of vinyl. We like We like putting it on on like a Saturday morning. It's hard not to be smug about vinyl, I, I assume. Seems that way from an outsider's perspective. I think I think the reason I'm not smug is because I couldn't tell you anything about uh, mm. needles or yeah. the set. Like, I, I would not Sizes. say the sound is warmer by any standard. <laughs> but I do appreciate the physical experience of listening to, a, like, moving my hands yes. onto a material. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can see how that would be part of the appeal, if not all of the appeal. Also, like album art, because a lot of the oh, yeah, you yeah. get are like special box sets. Right, right. Yeah, that's, yeah, hang that on a wall or something. Yeah. That's that's a good collector's item. Yeah. So what are we starting with? Songs so, Nailed? So the first song uh, that I've nailed that I want to shout out um, is Skyfall. <gasps> right! And, <laughs> And this and this comes with 
This comes with the first of several shout outs to Paul F. Tompkins. Our boy. Yeah, definitely in the show notes, uh, a link to Paul F. Tompkins performing Skyfall, which you can watch a video of on YouTube. Um, <laughs> the, the, um, the, so uh, a, a lot of times uh, these live shows, um, you know, they were just done once and then into the ether. And then even the ones that were recorded and released as podcasts, often there would be some component that wasn't released uh, if it was recorded yes. and and it was just for the live audience. And so like we um, saw a live spontaneation with Paul Tompkins. One of my favorite nights. Great night. Um, and so we know from experience that like they will do a song. Yeah. And you don't hear that on the podcast. Paul likes singing. Yes, absolutely. The impression, what I'm trying to say is from my from the few experiences that I've had seeing Paul Tompkins live, it seems like whatever live show he's doing, he will perform a song. Yes. More more times than not. Um, and you can see recordings of some of these. And the best, by far, from what I've seen, is, is his cover of Skyfall. Yes. And I probably never would have gotten the idea to do the song myself had he, had he not done his version of it. Yeah. And so uh, one time I did maybe the second or third time we did karaoke. I think it was maybe the third time I sang Skyfall. Had a blast doing it. Think I think I'm great at it. Yeah. I think I sound kind of like Paul. I can actually uh, back you it. up on this. Because you've seen video of it. Because I saw a video of you singing this and I would yeah. like kind of texted you like, what the fuck? And <laughs> you were like, don't you know about Paul? And I was like, uh-huh. no. <laughs> so if you think if you if you feel uh, if you felt left out having that experience imagine my other friend who was there <laughs> who um you you've seen karaoke videos and karaoke yeah. being done it's like the song starts usually there is a little intro where it's just music there's no singing while that's going on mm-hmm. The title appears on screen. The video starts. There's no surprises. Everybody knows what song is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Kim saw the video start for Skyfall. Uh-huh. Saw the word Skyfall and saw imagery from the movie. Yeah. As the video was starting. Yeah. And Kim said the words, is this an original song? <laughs> To which I laughed, thinking, <laughs> that's a funny joke that Kim would make. It's like, I wrote this song. Yeah. Uh, that's the meaning of the words original song. Yes. Yeah. And so I laughed and said, like, yeah, I wrote this for this occasion. <laughs> and then I I don't know what, she, what was said next, but somehow I realized, oh, she means she is surprised to learn that a song was written for a James Bond film. <laughs> which is a tradition going back, I think, 60 years at this point. Oh over God. Over 25 films. Live and Let Die. <laughs> yes, most famously Live and Let Die. Um, actually, that... 
That reminds me of something uh, that is on my wish list that I didn't write in this document is um, Nobody Does It Better, which we've been watching some of the old Bonds um, uh-huh. with uh, we, we've we've watched all the Roger Moores. We haven't started on the rest, but yeah. Nobody Does It Better. I'm going to look it up to make sure I'm getting this right. I think it's from The Spy Who Loved Me which you might remember from the trivia. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, Nobody Does It Better is a song by Carly Simon. Oh, okay. Yes, and it is from The Spy Who Loved Me, which is from 1977. I think that's um, my favorite uh, Bond song that I've heard, and I would very much like to do it at karaoke. Um, so that's one from, that's a little preview of the wish list. So I started off Skyfall really like knocked on my ass by yeah. these comments by by Kim. Just <laughs> it's a it's a real like th- these these are the types of situations where if you know if I were to post on the I am the asshole am I the asshole Reddit yeah you know that's what all my posts would be about is like about Skyfall. I, about about <laughs> my my friend doesn't know this thing that I think is Common. so so universally acknowledged. Yes, am I the asshole for being like, what's wrong with you? That would be most of mine too. Like, what do you mean yeah. you don't know what a kazoo is? Yeah, right. Um, so uh, Skyfall is first. Uh, shout out Paul Tompkins, and then second song and second shout out to Paul Tompkins. For a different reason, a song I have nailed is Girlfriend in a Coma by the Smiths. Oh. Are you familiar with this song? Okay. I actually have a funny story about this song. Oh, to- do tell. Which is that Paul F. Tompkins tweets, I know I know it's serious, like mm-hmm. multiple times a week. That's why I'm shouting him out. And I finally was like, this must be a reference to something. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's to that song. Yes. It, it is, it is as, as Paul is known to do oftentimes, it is, it's fun with the number of syllables in a phrase mm-hmm. and uh, applying a familiar song to, to those syllables because they fit the cadence. Yeah. So if, if uh, anything goes like, da-da, 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 Paul will retweet that and with musical notes, right? I know, I know. It's serious. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird fucking song. And I I I like the song. I I never would have listened to it as if it wasn't for Paul F. Tompkins making these jokes yes. a lot many times over the years. I looked it up, I was like, this this seems like it would be a fun karaoke song. And indeed it was. And that reminds me, um, I don't think I've put anything by the cure on here mm. um which is which kind of falls in that the smiths uh sort of genre um i like singing these songs because um they give me a chance to to do sort of a fun funny voice right yes yeah it's, that 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 voice that's like the 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 cure song that i've sung at karaoke which I'm adding to the list of songs I've nailed is um, Friday I'm in Love, which is a song that I used to listen to a lot, like back in like high school days or maybe even a little before. 
um and that's that voice that's like friday i'm in love <laughs> right that sort of like glammy british like pop yeah. rock post-punk sort of voice yes so uh yeah girlfriend in a coma was fun for that reason as well um and then one more sort like i've i've arranged these so that the shout outs to paul f tompkins become more and more obscure Mm -hmm. and there's look in the show notes i have links but um one of the best songs that i have sung at karaoke is all these things that i've done by the killers oh yes so that was okay hmm. keep talking no, I was just going to say that was like the 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 on the first time we did it the birthday karaoke where it was like my night and yeah. my my idea my celebration. That was I saved that for last. That was like the finale. Like I'm going to put the song last. I'm going to sing this by myself. It's all these things that I've done. Um and then I'll explain the Paul Tompkins sh- shout out, but what were you going to say about that song? There's I think it's that song. There's a clip from a movie. Southland Tales. Are you talking yes. about the Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Yes. Is that that? Is that all these things I've that I've yes. done? I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. That mm-hmm. clip is. I mean, you want to talk? I mean, it's it's like a clip from a movie that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And it's Do not you know, the sorry. whole song. Right. And I have watched it so many times. It's mesmerizing. Yes. Do you know anything else about that movie besides that clip? Is The Rock in it or Vin yes, Diesel? It, the Rock is in it. <laughs> That's all I know. That's all I know. I don't even know why I know The Rock is in it. Justin Timberlake, as you've seen from the clip, is in it, right? Yeah. It's him in the clip, right? Yeah, it's him. Um, Sean William Scott is in it. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it. What? A lot of comedy people are in it. Like a lot of SNL alums. Like I, if it's been years since I saw it, but I'm pretty sure I remember correctly. Like, John Lovitz is in it. I think um, Amy Poehler is in it. Um, and then also, this is not an SNL person, but Kevin Smith is in it. Okay, yeah. Um, and it it is, it's the follow up to Donnie Darko. Is is what Southland Tales is. What. Uh, the guy who wrote and directed Donnie Darko, like his, Southland Tales was like his next movie. And that's and that's why that's the whole reason why I saw it. Yeah. Was like, I love Donnie Darko. And it's like, oh, shit, the Donnie Darko guy has a new movie. Yeah. I went to see it in the theater. And that's the only time I've seen it. Like, it, it's it's really stuck with me. It's It's this really weird cultural artifact where it has like. It has zero relevance whatsoever. Yeah. It's it is it's not remembered at all. But and and yet at the same time, it's like weirdly inescapable. Like it hasn't excuse me. Like it hasn't just, you know, disappeared and been totally forgotten. It's yeah. still it still has like references and images that are like rippling through like that justin timberland timberland timberlake (laughs) clip which i i watch all the time exactly it's a it's a really bizarre movie and i have been actually meaning to rewatch it for quite some time because i really i just i just need to know what it's like to watch it today yeah because it was like it's one of those movies that i think like 
needs to be reevaluated every once in a while because it's it 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 might have been a masterpiece but it was before its time or it might just be like a piece of trash that's weird <laughs> i feel like at one point now that i'm remembering i know I, I asked you like do you remember this but i feel like at one point me bringing it up to you and you being like oh from southland tales i was like it's mm. from a movie and <laughs> you were like yeah and i was like what like what is it good and you were like mm-hmm. it's okay <laughs> yeah no that was that was that's a fair takeaway i think it's like a really ambitious ambitious film that it's like that is like kind of fails more than it succeeds it's from 2006 too yeah yeah so i was 16 when it when when i last so the only time i saw it Uh um oh my god it's got mandy moore in it too yeah 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 Yeah, i absolutely need to watch this movie it's got a wild cast I, I actually have a means by which you can watch it that I oh. will tell you about, about later. Please. Um, so the reason I have a, a shout out Paul F. Tompkins here. I did a search on the internet to see if I could find this. I found something to link to instead, which is a tweet from Paul from 2011, mm-hmm. where he says, song that set... Song that kept me from quitting the treadmill today, the killers, <laughs> all these things that I've done. But the reason I was searching for Paul's name and the name of the song was, do you remember the um, SF Sketchfest tribute to Paul F. Tompkins? Yes. Yeah. So we heard a recording of that because it was put up in the Spontaneation feed. Yes. Around the time that that podcast was ending. Mm-hmm. In hindsight... Isn't it a little curious that I don't think that you hear Paul sing a song yes. <laughs> at that show? Yes. So I learned. Well, because he didn't really speak except in the Q and A. I learned late. I can't remember where I learned this, but on some other podcast, maybe an episode of Freedom, uh-huh. um, Paul mentions that at that live show he did a rendition of all these things that I've done oh by the my Killers. God. But it was not released in the recording because there, the way I remember him describing it was like there was there were at least a couple of people in the audience who like didn't really get that he wasn't doing comedy, uh... and they and there was like audible laughter like in the recording of of the mm-hmm. song, uh, which is unfortunate, but yeah. I would really like to hear that because I love Paul and I love that song. Mm-hmm. Putting Paul on the back burner for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next song on the songs I have nailed list and maybe the most important because Dana will refer to this as our karaoke song. Oh, it's um, it's it's uh, it's shallow. From uh, it's the song "Shallow" from uh, "A Star Is Born," from the recent "A Star Is Born." Oh yes. From this was like just two years no, ago. I know the movie. I've not seen it. <laughs> you know, yes, but you know, you know what the movie is. Yeah, it's Lady you Gaga it's a, and that other guy, Bradley Cooper, who's normally with the other lady. In uh, movies. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. 
who, and who it's in, like the fifth her, remake of the movie in Jennifer Lawrence's disappearance from culture and the public eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bradley Cooper hit, uh, hitched his bandwagon to Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, directed a star is born and starred in it, which I think is embarrassing. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, yes, I, I believe it is the fourth, uh, feature film version of a star is born. Yes. Um, you would have seen them perform the song Shallow if you watched the Oscars that year. I'm remembering two things, and they may or may not be from the same year. One is there was a performance of Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga at the Oscars. That song won. It was very obvious that it was going to win. The way they presented it at the Oscars was totally unlike the presentation of the other nominees. You're at least aware that there are five nominated original songs. Yes. And that they're all performed at the ceremony. Yes. And and this this particular year, there were like uh, four songs. And yeah, you'll like see performances of them. Yeah. But then there's Shallow. And there's like, there's like a camera like that like they came up out of the crowd and then went to a piano on stage the camera was like on stage with them. Wow. It was like circling them and like getting close ups of them. Yeah. It was like clearly like more of an event than the other songs were. The other thing that I'm remembering, which may or may not have been the same year was, do you remember the movie call me by your name? Yes. Sufjan Stevens wrote songs for that movie. One of them was nominated for an Oscar. He performed at the Oscars and performing with him was St. Vincent. Like oh my Saint God. Vincent, St. Vincent was like on guitar. How did I like miss this? For this. Yeah, you should look it up. Um, we'll, we'll watch it later. But um, sh- the way that Dana and I performed Shallow, which uh-huh. we nailed, you can, you can probably guess what I'm going to say. You switched parts? I, I do the Lady Gaga part. Yes. And and Dana does the Bradley Cooper part. Yes, and it's great. And and do you you do you really have no idea how this song goes? I'm sure. I think I might. Can I? Can we pause for one second? Sure. This is the fourth iteration of this movie. Yes. The They're first all on HBO Max, by the way. Great. Cu- curious about comparing them. The, it, the first one was in 1937, and it had Jan, Janet Gaynor and Friedrich March, who I don't know who those people are. The second one came out in 1854, and it had Judy Garland and James Mason. That's the really famous one, yep. The 1976 one, though, had... Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Yes. And then that was... and then Yeah, so, yeah, I feel like maybe I would know the song Shallow. I'm sure I heard it on the radio, but I couldn't sing it for you. Me I'm sure you, I'm sure you ears. did. Here, here's here's uh, one thing that that makes that that draws me to a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, thinking about it as a karaoke pick. Yeah. Um. Uh. Make making noises, making noises with my with my mouth when the lyrics are not words. Mm-hmm. And this song is great for that because there's a part of the song. Where Lady Gaga just goes, ah, 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 
like that for a while. <laughs> uh, so basically, if you're wondering why I wanted to do karaoke in the first place, um, in 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 my own little uh, amateurish way, I I like to sing. Yeah. And and even more broadly than that, as you can guess from, you know, knowing that there are 40 plus episodes of the podcast, I just I just think it's fun to use my voice. I, yes. I've got I've got this sort of versatile, sort of big, uh, uh, sort of uh, large. <laughs> that's just another word for big. <laughs> you, but you know what I mean, though. No, you can open your mouth. I've got and a, just like full throated sound can come out of it. It's yeah. I've got I've just you got this like toy that I can play with. And yeah. It's, and it's it's I can you know make myself laugh sometimes. Just entertain myself. Just sort of you know. Making funny noises and doing different voices. I I loved I, I loved doing doing voices growing up because I watched a lot of like Conan O'Brien and like the you know those kind of comedy people and there was a like a lot of like impressions seemed like an easy like a quick way to like do comedy you know like yeah. a, like an e- like a shortcut to doing comedy is to like so I I would you know. Like I think, like a lot of kids who like enjoyed comedy in that way, it was a lot of like impressions of impressions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like hacky, you know, people. They do like an impression of, you know, Will Ferrell's George W. Bush, or yeah. you know, yeah. Dana Carvey's George H. W. Bush, or you know, and uh, and so you know, I was you know entertaining myself. And failing to entertain others doing, like, Conan's silly Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, you know, mm-hmm. just like, oh, oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard you make those sounds before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I had never fully grown out of it. Yeah. And you've known me for a long time. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the uh, next song, I just have a few more in the songs I've nailed list. The next one is um, Private Eyes. By Holland Oates. Mm. Um, and this is a song that I know. I think the first context in which I ever heard it was. Um, you've watched Veronica Mars, haven't you? No. Oh, okay. It's, you know, it's been it's been on my hmm. list. I know it's about um, Kristen Bell being a teenage private eye. Yes. Very special show uh, that I loved very much. Um, do you know Ken Marino? Yeah. 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 Ken Marino is like a recurring guy on that show. Really? Yeah, not a main guy, but like a, a guy who comes back once in a while. And um, he plays like a, a rival uh, private detective who's like, he's. That's hilarious. He's like, like an a adult, com- though? Yeah, yeah. He's a comic relief type character because he's the like, you know, uh, like no morals you know mm-hmm. sort of pri- you know private eye foil yeah, uh, the character's name is Vinnie van Lowe. No! and uh there's a there's a uh, a scene in veronica mars where where Vinnie van Lowe sings a little bit of uh just he's he's mocking veronica and he's singing private eyes they're <laughs> watching you and uh and uh i think i i learned of the existence of that song through that that scene and 
Um, Can I just I like, okay. I, I, it just, just one thing that this makes me think of is my karaoke songs are not my favorite songs. Yes. Like if you did a Venn diagram, there's not a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. I think good karaoke songs are like catchy earworm songs. Mm-hmm. That I wouldn't necessarily normally listen to in my day-to-day life. Yeah. But they're fun to sing, Mm -hmm. which is not normally what I listen to. This reminds me of another thing, but what what were you about to say? I just want to tell you what I know Ken Marino from. Mm -hmm. I know Ken Marino from Burning Love. Yes. From that one episode of Angel. I forgot he was on Angel. He dates Cordelia. He goes on a date with Cordelia, and then that's when she gets pregnant with, like, a demon. Oh, I've completely forgotten about that. Yeah, it's good. And I, I know him from thinking that he's Nathan Fillion. Sure. That's, <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, and then I guess he's also in um, Hot, Wet American Summer. Wet, hot, but yes. Yeah. Uh, classic, classic comedy film. Uh, the uh, other uh, point that I remembered about um, picking songs and what I would normally listen to and all that is um, I had a, a story about a time that I was interviewed in, in college. It was uh, uh, not like a for a publication or something like a job interview type oh, of yes. interview. Uh-huh. But but the the job was um, was O team. I was volunteering uh, yeah. for O team O for orientation. Um, basically just helping with move-in day for the freshmen and some orientation activities that follow, um, which I volunteered to do and did because um, I'm a good, uh, decent person and, a, and, a, and an upstanding citizen. And um, But uh, you couldn't just volunteer and they let you do it. They, yeah. they, you know, you applied and then there was an interview and I don't remember anything about the interview except maybe the last question was like the fun question. Oh, right? yeah. Uh-huh. And my fun question was, what song is your personal anthem? Oh, my God. What did you say? This sent me spiraling. Oh, I'm sure it did. Because I did not have an answer off the top of my head. And as I tried to think of all the songs I liked and my favorite songs, and I expressed this, I said, I said to them out loud, mm-hmm. I'm really struggling with this because I'm going to the well of songs I like and songs I listen to, and they're mostly very sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're mostly depressing um, and emotional in that way and would not be described as an anthem. Yes. And the song that I finally arrived at, the first thing that I thought this can work as an answer to this question, I responded with the song Pork and Beans by Weezer. (laughs) Do you know this song? Um, I think I couldn't sing it to you, but I feel like I do. I feel like I do because I've listened to almost all of Weezer. We talked a little bit about Weezer when we were talking music videos and the video for Pork and Beans is the video where they combine all the internet memes. Yes. It's the video with the Leave Britney Alone and the dramatic look gopher and the Numa Numa guy, etc. Yes. 
Uh, and the song goes like, I'm going to do the things that I want to do. Yes. I ain't got a thing to prove to you. Yeah. And it's like, it's the only song I could think of that like I had enjoyed that had this kind of like upbeat energy that sounded mm-hmm. like, you know, like a rallying cry. Um, and and uh, believe it or not, they they let me do the job despite <laughs> that answer. Um, and then uh, the next song on my list of songs I have nailed is uh, is Toxicity by System of a Down. Oh my God, very good. Wait I up. mean, talk about fun. Oh no. That's Chop Suey. Oh, you're right. Toxicity is... Chop Suey is on my wish list. Okay. Chop Suey is like, I look forward to the day that I get to sing that in karaoke. It's going to be impossible. What is Toxicity? Because if you just listen to Chop Suey without following the lyrics, Chop Suey sounds like, as you were just starting to do, it sounds like, wake up! And it's impossible to make out what they're saying. Um, but it's it's going to be fun to try to tackle that. There is a later part of Chop Suey where they're not just screaming cookie monster nonsense. They're actually... Okay, I just looked up Toxicity and I remember this song now. Yeah, Toxicity is great. It's classic. It's, um, it's, don't, it's the one that goes... Um, Somewhere <laughs> yeah. between the sacred silence and sleep. <laughs> Do you know what System of Down song I would sing if I was given the, cho- the chance? I-, I would love to know. If I had to guess, I, I think third on the list uh, after Toxicity and Chop Suey is Aerials. So that, that would be my guess, but... So apparently this is not what the song, the song is not called what I thought it was called. Apparently the song oh, is wait, called. Oh wait, are you going to say, are you going to say the Legend of Zelda song? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. They have so, a, they have a goofy Legend of Zelda song. I thought. Apparently the song is called Vicinity of Obscenity. I don't know that one. Oh my God, Will. The, the lyrics to the song, part of them are. Banana, 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 terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta pie, banana, 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 terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta pie. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure I probably have heard that at some point. I thought this song was actually just called Terracotta Pie. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I gotta look that up and listen to that later. But the but it's it's similar to the other two songs that we just described, which is that his vocal delivery of it is so specific. Yes. I, I, yeah, I love singing along with System of a Down. I love trying to imitate him. I love the range because it's like, it's not all Cookie Monster vocals. Mm-hmm. It's also like big, sweeping, like very clear vocals. Yeah. And I just, I love the, you know, playfulness that I get to do, like living, you know, doing, doing both. And um, toxic- toxicity was a ton of fun to do, and um, I chop. I look forward, as I said, I look forward to the day when <laughs> chop suey will hopefully be just as fun, um, and hopefully chop suey won't make it onto the list of songs I have whiffed, which I'm going to get into now. <laughs> um, the first of these songs, and maybe we can get to some sort of common denominator. Um, 
but maybe there's maybe it's just maybe it's gambling maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's like how pinball you know used to be considered a form of gambling mm-hmm. when like why would it be <laughs> um maybe karaoke is the same way um and it's just a crapshoot but the first of the songs that i have looked forward to singing put them on and then it was not the experience that i was hoping for yeah is one that we talked about a lot in music videos and that is total clips of the heart <laughs> in theory a really fun song to sing yeah um, it's long though it's long and there's and like big pauses it big pauses and it has a, a weird margin of difficulty yeah that makes sense that i was not prepared for yeah um the uh the second song on this list is the winner takes it all by a band that you have mocked me for my pronunciation of in the past and i cannot remember which one is supposed to be right but um abba yeah abba okay i think i said abba in the past you did and that was wrong (laughs) okay um so um a show I think I've invoked in the past uh, that you haven't watched is uh, Better Call Saul, uh-huh. which is an, a, a, an outstanding show with uh, more memorable scenes than one viewer could actually remember. Mm-hmm. But the the one that has stood out the most in the past few years is there's a, there's a scene at a karaoke bar where... Um, uh, Bob Odenkirk's character is celebrating uh, passing the bar, mm. um, and uh, they're uh, at a at a bar with karaoke, and uh, his brother, who he has a strained relationship with, is going to leave early, but he uh, pressures his brother into singing uh, with him, and the song that they sing together is "The Winner Takes It All" by ABBA, mm-hmm. uh, and there's this whole narrative thing that is just like so beautiful and then that was a flashback and then there's later a scene in the present day where bob odenkirk is really like laying into this like monologue this like really impassioned monologue and and sort of the thesis statement of the monologue is you hear him say because the winner takes it all (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's so it's one of those things that like watching a show or a movie like i love so dearly Mm -hmm. because it's like oh they they put the dots out for you Mm -hmm. and you connect them like they made the callback they did the reference but they didn't do it in a way where it's like a callback for callback's sake yeah and it and it's like Oh, it's only there for you to appreciate it as a callback. Yeah, it's There's, like layering the the repetition is creating meaning. Yeah, and it's like you could easily, you know, half watch the show, you know, you look at your phone while it's on and yeah. if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't even notice that there was a callback, that there was a reference, that there was this repetition. Mm-hmm. But because I'm a a good little boy and I'm watching the the show the way it was meant to be watched and I'm paying attention. Yeah. I get a treat thrown into my mouth and I, I get that little dopamine <gasps> spike of like, yes, I I I I recognize I see what you did there. Um and so I tried to sing The Winner Takes It All by ABBA uh-huh. at karaoke. 
it was not easy. Yeah. Um, there were points where um, I swear that the lyrics on the karaoke machine were just wrong. <laughs> like they didn't make any sense. Yeah. And I didn't know whether to sing along as written or whether to try to do it from memory. Yeah. And it really tripped me up. And yeah. It was not perfect. But um, I have been finding in this time of uh, quarantine that uh, I enjoy listening to a number of ABBA songs. And I'm looking forward to one day hopefully going back to the ABBA well uh, at karaoke. I I have two small notes. Yeah. The one is that that idea that like when not just a callback, but that something's repeating and creating meaning and through its repetition uh, is actually what I wrote my personal statement about when I was going to grad school. Oh, cool. Um, and then the second thing is, which is sort of old business to last week, but I forgot to mention it, but I'm going to mention it now because I think it seems relevant, is that part of the reason that I also like that Taking Back Sunday album is I think that it gives you Easter eggs in the same way mm-hmm. that it makes me feel – like when we were kids, it – made me feel smart in the same way that like right. you and I feel smart now when we get a call back in a show or when we notice yeah. in Joe Para that like in season two, when he takes a bath in tomato sauce, we know that he has all those tomato cans of tomato sauce because at the end of right. season one, we saw him at the grocery store. Right. Yeah. Joe Para is a, is a great example of, yeah. As I said, when we were talking about Joe Para, I just, pick up something new every time yes. I rewatch it and I've and I have rewatched it several times. Um okay, I have a story about this next one and then um maybe we'll move through these a little more quickly. Mm-hmm. The next song that I whiffed was Stacy's Mom. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, um RIP uh that guy whose name I don't remember from Fountains of Wayne. Wait, did one of them die? The main guy, yeah. He, <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Yeah, How? That was, um, recently, but of not... Of COVID? I, I mean, during that time. So, Yikes. like, yeah, I think so. Um, sorry, I don't know more off the top of my head, but you're obviously finding out. Oh, um, no. So, Stacy's mom, uh... Th- you know, one of the ultimates in fun uh, songs. He did die of COVID nineteen complications, yeah. April first. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. So, so R.I.P. him. And um, I, I put on uh, the Fountains of Wayne song, Stacy's mom. It was fun. This this was not a bad experience. Okay. In the way that some of the other songs on this list were like mediocre experiences, this was not a bad one. But I, I, I did, a, I, 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 I struck, I, I struck out swinging towards the end of the song. Maybe, you know, I mentioned bringing in the refreshments earlier. Maybe I, I was yeah. feeling refreshed the effects. And, and, <laughs> and do, do you know the, there's a part of that song that goes, uh, and I know that you think it's just a fantasy. Yeah. But since your dad walked out, your mom could use a guy like me. Yes. I never realized how complicated that line is. It's so many syllables very quickly. I struggled just to say it yeah. out loud when I'm sober. Yeah. 
And I was singing it. And the way it came out was, since your dad walked out, your guy could use a mom like me. (laughs) (laughs) Your guy. Oh, my God. Um. The next song uh, on this list is Livin' Thing by ELO, mm. Electronic Light Orchestra, who who stumped you in the pub quiz with their song Mr. Blue Sky. And uh, ELO is another uh, older uh, group uh, that I've been listening to a lot more of lately. A band that I definitely, as a youth, confused with LFO. Uh, or uh, LM... FAO? No. Never confuse them with them. <laughs> that uncle and nephew duo? Shots, 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 shots. No. So, um, so Mr. Blue Sky is a song that I go way back with. Yeah. Uh, but never knew any of their other songs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we talk, we have talked a little bit about how, um, They've been used and almost used in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yes. So um, in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you will hear Mr. Blue Sky. Before that, there was a different ELO song that was supposed to be in the first Guardians, but that scene was deleted. Mm -hmm. And that song was Livin' Thing. Mm -hmm. And then, as we've also talked about before, Telltale Games made a Guardians of the Galaxy game series yes and when you load up that game living thing by elo plays on the menu screen Mm -hmm. so that was how i first really heard that song Mm -hmm. really vibed on it listened to it a lot said this will be fun at karaoke uh hard to sing Mm. hard hard song to sing (laughs) but just like abba was hard to sing that is a well that I am, I, I have not given up on this desire to sing these songs I like by these bands. Uh, I just, I want my second bite at the apple, but just with different songs rather than yeah. trying to do a do over on the same song. Yeah. Um, the next song that I whiffed was uh, The Dog Days Are Over by Florence uh, plus The Machine. And The Machine, yeah. Um, a song that I thought, uh, oh, this song is really fun and upbeat. This will be really yeah. fun to sing Her voice karaoke. is weird, though. Her voice is weird, and I just wasn't prepared to sing this. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have a, a, a strong uh, history or relationship with this song. I just didn't know it well enough to master it. Yeah. And so didn't didn't have the best time trying yeah. to sing it um the next song that i whiffed uh was uh you Sh- you should see me in a crown uh by billy eilish yeah in theory should be very fun um i went to that well a little too early mm-hmm. i got big big shrugs uh from from everyone i was with uh-huh. kim at the time had no idea who Billie Eilish was. Yeah. Maybe that still still doesn't. Yeah. True today. Yeah. At, at the point when I sung that song, I think Billie Eilish was still on the cusp of like, she wasn't quite the household name that she is today. Yeah. She was just 
popular with the the people who it matters to be popular with. Yeah. And not, did, you know, the likes of you and me necessarily. Did you see that somebody like tweeted or something at her and said like, well, you only won your Grammys because you were white. And she was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds, sounds right. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I like her a lot. I know. Seems cool. Um, last song that I whiffed is a totally different experience. Oh. It's the song Birdhouse in Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. Mm. And this is um, different because it's the one time in recent days when I've done karaoke outside the private place. Mm. And I've done it in a bar setting. And the trait and here's the thing. I like my I like my private rooms. Mm-hmm. I, 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 in theory, in an abstract way, I can understand the appeal for some people of bar style karaoke. Mm-hmm. I'm just personally, I'm just not that much of a people person. I like my controlled environments. Yeah. Right. Um, the trade off, however, is that if you go to a bar where they have karaoke in my limited experience with this, it seems that every time when you go to this type of place where there's a host, you know, for the karaoke, the host has a big binder of Mm -hmm. songs that you can choose from the advantage, the, the, the disadvantages outweigh the one advantage to me. Mm -hmm. The disadvantages are, you know, no controlled environment. You have to wait your turn. You're going to do one song all night because there's loads of people. It's going to take hours if you want to sing more than one. The advantage is that big binder is huge and it has tons of stuff in it mm-hmm. that is not found on the machines at the private karaoke place, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So there is no way... In my experience at the karaoke place where the where they have private rooms, that they have anything by they might be giants, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite bands. They they go you know they've been songwriting and performing for decades. They have a huge back catalog, tons of songs that I love and would love to sing along to. This one time for somebody else's birthday. We were at the bar with karaoke. I looked in the binder and sure enough, they had two songs you could choose by They Might Be Giants. One was Istanbul, mm-hmm. not Constantinople. Everybody knows that song. Uh, and the other was Birdhouse in Your Soul. These are, if you're not aware, these are the two songs that they would have. Yeah. This these is like are- hands down and... Uh- Screaming Infidelities with this Dashboard is, Confessional. This is entry-level stuff. These yeah. these are the two songs that if you saw They Might Be Giants live and they didn't perform both these songs, you would be within your rights to ask for a refund. Yeah. Um. So I did Birdhouse in Your Soul. Um. It was fun. I, I, I enjoyed doing it. However, one thing that I am smug about is, uh, in addition to song choice, is that um, most of the time, the other people that I sing karaoke with, they hold the microphone. They don't necessarily use the microphone. Yes. 
Absolutely. I am smug about being the only person in the group who consistently uses the microphone mm-hmm. in order to sing into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a great experience trying to do this at the bar karaoke. Mm-hmm. I felt like you, the mic was very finicky. Mm. And like I was not coming through reliably. Mm-hmm. And like I would have had to have some practice with it before I really knew exactly the yeah. way to hold it in order to, you know, project and really be heard and hear myself over the sound yeah. system. Other than that, I had fun singing it. It's a really fun song. And now let's get into my wish list. Yes. Which is going to have some repeats. Let's just go through the repeats, not song repeats, but band repeats. Uh, mm-hmm. I've already alluded to. I already said Chop Suey was on here. We already talked about System of a Down. Um, I uh, mentioned that I want to revisit The Well of ABBA. Mm-hmm. Specifically, very high on my wish list is their song, Lay All Your Love on Me. Mm-hmm. Fun song that I really want to karaoke. Um, I want to return to the well of ELO, and in particular, the ELO song that I've really gravitated towards in the past few months is this song called Twilight. It's really fun. Um, if they don't have Twilight, I'll I'll try Mr. Blue Sky and, and yeah. maybe cut it off in the middle because it kind of meanders mm-hmm. towards the end and maybe isn't the best karaoke song uh, somewhere along the way. Um, that's another thing to be careful about that you can be smug about that you're actually, that you're considering like, do I know how this song goes and do I know whether or not there is a huge instrumental portion during this song? Yeah. (laughs) Like a very long intro or somewhere in the middle, you know, um, try, try, you try to avoid that. Um, and is there, oh yeah. So another well that I, want to return to this is i'm not sure if i'll get this opportunity but we talked about stacy's mom there's uh there's another fountains of wayne song that is in my mind it's it's by far it's like it's it's in a class of its own it's Mm -hmm. like it's like the only fountains of wayne song that i want to listen to like on repeat which is their song mexican wine Mm. which I very much want to karaoke. Perhaps it's too obscure. Yeah, yeah. But I hope I will get the opportunity. Um, What else is on this list? Are there any? Oh, yeah. And I want to return to the well of They Might Be Giants. This is really aspirational. This is like special accommodations would have to be made. Mm -hmm. I would have to, you know buy my own karaoke machine or, mm-hmm. you know, some, you know, something, you know, find that one bar that has the mega binder that has mm-hmm. every song imaginable that there are probably approximately, I would estimate conservatively 100, they might be giant songs that yeah. I would be very happy to sing along with in a karaoke yeah. setting. But the number one at the top of the list is their song, Dr. Worm. Mm. That's, that's my favorite to sing along with. That song is so so catchy and so much fun. Um, and then there's a few more songs on here. I don't think that we've talked about these other bands. Um, 
I really want to sing 99 Red Balloons at karaoke. Yeah, that's but good. But I haven't been able to find that on any of the machines. Mm-hmm. That's um, weird that you haven't been able yeah. to find that. I know, I feel like right? that's made... I feel like that song is sung in television shows a lot. Yeah, I absolutely think that that should be on there, but I have not found it. And I'm optimistic that I, I will yes. be able to find that setting. When I, when I say, you, you might be thinking like, oh, well, you already went to the karaoke place. There's only one to go to. You already found that it wasn't there. So like, what are you hoping for? Yeah. And what I will say to that is that there are multiple rooms. Each has its own machine. I've been in two of the rooms. Mm -hmm. And the the selections vary widely. Wow. Okay. Between the two machines. Yeah. It varies from room to room. There are rooms that I haven't been in. Devotee of the podcast, Sarah, went one time with a bigger group that I was not in. She has reported that they went in the biggest, nicest room mm-hmm. and that that had a machine that had various things that, that weren't found on the others. And so I want to get That's my so hands on that one day, hopefully. Um, another band, uh, well, I brought up Weezer earlier, but, mm-hmm. not, but because of the O-Team anecdote, not because of karaoke. Um, do you know, uh, we, we, I put on a Weezer song one time. It was not for, you know, some songs I put on for solo purposes, like uh-huh. all these things that I've done where I'm like, everybody take a breather. This is my song. Yeah. And some songs I put on because it's like group sing along, you know, this will be fun. Everybody knows this song. Yeah. One time I looked up Weezer. I think the song I put on was the sweater song. Yeah. Um, that and- came up in a meeting at work and Three people referenced it, and I was that, like, <gasps> "That's fun." Um, so that was like that was like an okay, you know, nothing to write home about, but still fun um, song. The the Weezer song that I really want to karaoke is "My Name Is Jonas." Oh yeah, which is if I know my Weezer correctly, it's track one on their first album. Uh huh. I think that's correct. And in my opinion, it does not get better <laughs> after oh, that. Poor Weezer. I, 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 I like a lot of Weezer songs. I'm not, yeah. I don't mean to like put them down totally, but that first one, My Name is Jonas, it's, it's such an earworm to me and mm-hmm. so much. Do you know that song? Uh huh. Yeah. The workers are going home. Wouldn't that be so much fun to, yes, to sing absolutely. along with? Yeah. It's got a really strong start too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, every part of that song is good. Um, another band we haven't talked about uh, is the Pixies. Oh, yeah. There are, there are a few. I haven't karaokeed any Pixies songs. There are a few that I would take. Um, the obvious one is Where Is My Mind? That's kind oh. of like what I would settle for. Uh-huh. Um, I would rather do Debaser. I was going to say, I'd rather do Debaser. Debaser's or, so fun. Or Wave of Mutilation. Mm. But if I had my druthers and I could pick any song to karaoke, the one, the Pixie song that I really want to karaoke is Monkey Gone to Heaven. Oh. Um, and then um, the other band. So... You've heard me mention ABBA and how I've been listening to them, mm-hmm. ELO and how I've been listening to some of their songs. 
The other band, which came up in our pub quiz that I've been listening to a lot, is Talking Heads. Mm. Have you ever seen Stop Making Sense? No. Do you know what it is? No. It's um, a concert. It's a Talking Heads concert film. And it's kind of like the urtext of concert films. Mm-hmm. Like basically like that. It was it, it was it was a breakthrough. Oh, in, OK. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was directed by Jonathan Demi. And I, I know this because recently on Blank Check with Griffin and David podcast, I've mentioned many times they did a mini series on the films of Jonathan Demi, R.I.P., um, who, who directed, um, for example, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, Rachel Getting Married. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a number of other films. Um, some of them documentaries and some other concert films, which they didn't cover all mm-hmm. of on the podcast. They mostly just did his, you know, narrative feature films. Um, but they did an episode on Stop Making Sense because it's like so important yeah uh and it's really well regarded it's like beloved i watched it i can totally understand why it's it it, it's you caught you meant you used the word mesmerizing earlier yes when you're talking about that scene from southland tales i think you would agree you would find you would in the same way watching stop making sense is is mesmerizing watching oh, cool. watching yeah. talking heads perform so i've been listening to more of their music i have like a short list of like i would uh love to sing psycho killer uh life during wartime uh would also be a fun one my number one pick though again if i have my druthers if i can pick any song the number one talking head song that i want to karaoke is their song road to nowhere mm. And this, if you don't know this song, it begins with like, it's like a big like choir sort of sound. It's It begins with like no music and like a lot of voices all at once. And I just want to get like, I just want to get like that vibe. Yeah. And that that is just the beginning chunk of the song. And then the music kicks in and then it's David Byrne, you know, doing his lead vocals and, you know, his voice is so unique and interesting and it's really fun to sing along with his, with his stuff. And, and, um, and, and, and again, it's another great case of like noises. If you listen to uh, road to nowhere by talking heads, by the end of the song, you will hear some truly mm, chef's kiss Mm -hmm. outstanding uh, like guttural noises uh, from from David Byrne. He at the very end of the song, he lets out this little scream. Yeah. It's it, that's like it's like a bird squawking. It's yeah. it, it's it sounds like it sounds like <laughs> like if I had to imitate it, like that's that's more or less what it sounds Amazing. like. But that's a pale imitation of it. And then um, I think I've gone through all on the wish list except for one which is the final shout out to Paul Tompkins that I have, mm. which is the song Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Yes, of course. Which you can watch a video of Paul performing in a duet with uh, Maya Rudolph. Oh my God. And that's just like a really good duet song. Yeah. Right? So that's, that's uh, looking over it again. I guess that's the one... 
duet that I have on my list of like have been meaning to do it but haven't gotten to do it yet mm-hmm. uh, and um, that just leaves uh, other people's good ideas uh, which is a shorter list mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe you and I can sing home yeah that would be really fun I would love that yeah okay let's 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 pencil it in let's make a plan to do that good save the last dance um i have three uh i i i searched my my mind palace and Mm -hmm. i remembered three songs in particular that were like oh somebody else uh put this on uh when we were doing karaoke Mm -hmm. at the private room place and i was like oh i wish i had thought of that yeah and i'm glad they put that on that's such a good idea um and the first is um uh down under Oh, uh, by, uh-huh. by Men at Work. Uh, I come from a land down under. Yep. Uh, du- Andrew du- put du- that du- on. Du- 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 yeah, that of course song, he did. Of course Andrew put that on. Yes. It's it's a perfect quintessential Andrew pick. Yeah. Um, that song has a totally bizarre music video. Uh-huh. I, I'd be curious where you would even... I guess I guess one... Actually, now that I think about it, one of your music video categories was like what is this weird bullshit or something <laughs> yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's where total eclipse in the heart of the heart yeah. fell and it, that, it was think, like it was like these music videos are old and people didn't know how to make music videos yet <laughs> yeah um definitely watch the down under uh video uh, oh my god it's um it's something else um and uh the um that was that was a ton of fun when Andrew put that on. The second song on this list, it was actually um, it was when Jess Weber uh, mm. was visiting, and um, her uh, her guy uh, had the idea to put on Monster Mash. Nice, which is such a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, how did I never think of this? And that was, you know, we were all singing along with it, and it was a ton of fun. And then the last is uh, Dave Oteo, the podcast, Sarah, yes. put on a song that made me go like, oh, this would have been the perfect, like, okay, if I kind of had, like, a running thing going that, like, started with Skyfall, mm-hmm. which is like, why would I do Adele? That's like, yeah, that that's, I never thought that I would, you know, Adele is like, above almost anyone i can think of she's legendary for like i thought you were gonna say above my pay grade (laughs) sure yeah she's definitely above my pay grade there's no (laughs) denying that but i mean like her more than almost anyone else she has Mm -hmm. a voice that i've heard people say like how does she do that you know like there's nobody who has a voice like hers but then paul did skyfall and i was like that looks like a lot of he makes that look like a lot of fun and he he's great doing it so uh, and then what follows after Skyfall is like me doing the Lady Gaga part of Shallow. Mm-hmm. Sarah put on the song and it was like, oh, if I if I had thought of this and I if I had claimed this song as one of my own, this would have been like a natural extension of yeah. that. And the song is Let It Go from Frozen. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Which Elliot like, could come sing that. It sounds like so much fun. <laughs> uh and i don't i don't know how it would how it would sound coming out of my mouth but i would i would like to attempt it it sounds if, fun 
if you're thinking about sounds too, like that song has so many breathy parts. Yes. Um, and it looks like I'm the queen. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anytime that I get to, yeah, just um, play around, do a little, um, not only a funny noise, but a funny voice. Yeah. Like a breathy part. Yeah. Or like a little bit of a vocal part. Or like one time I just like started singing the song that I would, I, I started singing a killer song just as Fred Schneider, like for a verse. <laughs> just, and it's about to set sail. Uh, uh, it, yeah, I, um, I really look forward to the day that we get to do karaoke again. I pray that that one place uh, stays, stays open. open or that another one just like it uh, takes its place yeah. uh, in, in, in no time. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I get a little, you know, I, as I said, I like controlled environments mm-hmm. and I, and, and on my birthday, perhaps I had the, the leverage as you put it, Mm-hmm. To take to take control, take control of your shit. Remember, remember that voice. Yeah, take control. That's an. I played the video game Control, and I annoyed Dana a lot. But <laughs> I would just just be sitting there playing my playing PlayStation, and just to myself, just entertaining myself. I would go take control. Um. So on my birthday, perhaps, yeah, I can enforce like. We, I'm, I'm gonna put on, you know, whatever I want, but mm-hmm. you know, it's fun to go with a group. I'm not interested in going by myself, or even with, you know, just Dana. Yeah. Um, go with a group, uh, and um, but you know, the group introduces variables. Mm-hmm. It's not a 100% controlled environment, and I have found, you know, despite the you know how, how despite the, the the way that i want to feel and express myself you know little you know feelings creep in of like oh well that's not one that i would have put on mm-hmm. so hence the the smugness um element yeah. of of the conversation of the topic it's it's uh uh I, I I've just found that um, maybe there's the, there's some there's an X factor. I guess yeah. that's that's the term that I'm looking for. There's some magic, you know. I don't know quite how to define it. X factor that some songs have and others don't. That uh, that has made me somewhat particular mm-hmm. about what makes something a karaoke song. Yes, totally. You know? You know? Yeah, I do. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. I have some thoughts. Yeah, please. So I don't know. Have we mentioned my playlist of songs if I'm terminally ill on here before? I'm sure that you have. Yeah. So this is a list of a set list of songs that I will play in a concert if I'm ever terminally ill and convince my friends to be in a punk rock cover band with me. Right. It's that's essentially I want to do live karaoke. Wish. Yes. Um, I didn't think that one of the main ways I might die would be a disease that would make my lungs not work. So that 
put a bit of a foil in the plan. But I was looking at this list because this is where I'd pull a lot of um, uh, karaoke songs for from. Yeah. And I wanted to call out a few. Um, the first is Anthems for a 17-Year-Old Girl, which we've talked about. That's a hard song to sing because it's yeah. so um, manipulated, but I've practiced it and I think I could do it. Cool. I've practiced all of these songs. One that I think is good for a group, especially if they know it, is Wake Up by the Arcade Fire. Yes. My um, Arcade Fire uh, number one pick for karaoke is Intervention. Really? Yeah. No, I, I didn't I didn't mention it, but um, I have thought about uh, what song by Arcade Fire would I want to do. And for me, it's Intervention. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> uh. Ready to Start is also up there for me, but that one's a little bit harder to sing. Wake Up's better, I think, for a group. Been working for the church while your life falls apart. That's like one of the songs. So we haven't talked about too much about Arcade Fire, and I don't want to talk too much about them, but part of my problem with the Arcade Fire is I've never had an Arcade Fire album that I think is all hits, except maybe The Suburbs. The Suburbs um, is the best one. Yeah, and there's always a song that, like, Neon Bible, there were so, like so many of those songs are silly, and really it's just foreshadowing for what would happen after the suburbs, which is that every album they've put out after the suburbs has been hot garbage. I, I, tried, I, don't, I don't completely agree. I have tried so hard to like those albums. At, at least the most recent one is like lyrically so bad. It's just like, have you considered consumerism? <laughs> I. I'm kind of an easy mark uh-huh. when it when it comes to these things. I I don't have the highest standards for that kind of thing. There are several songs on everything now that I will listen to and that I do enjoy and that I think are good. Later, please tell me what they are because I've really tried to listen. It feels like feels like they won like album of the year and they were like we can do we they got the blank check and that then is, i yes, was like oh the no now they're bad phenomenon <laughs> yes that's the fear is that if some someone you like who makes art gets successful we've talked about this before we yeah. talked I, I with i think it was part of the Edgar Wright episode yes that um yeah that that people won't say no to them anymore yeah that they will do whatever they want without moderation. And that's absolutely and that, what it feels like what happened with And Arcane that won't Fire. be the best stuff. I, I refl- Reflector is I, I, forgettable. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't care to reflect on it. <laughs> Everything now had, had some jams that I, I would defend. And I saw them in concert when they were touring for Everything Now. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Um, and then the one other, I mean, I said, of course, Bad Romance is a song that I'm very good at singing. Um, the other uh, two songs I want to mention are Hands Down by Dash- Dashboard Confessional is uh, very good for, for karaoke. Um, mm-hmm. It's got that mix of like weird, like uh, ups and downs of your voice. And then, mm-hmm. like, some soaring parts. And then the song that I, the number one song that I would want to sing at karaoke, I wouldn't even need a karaoke machine for. 
and it's Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can sing I, that song. I don't song. know why I never thought of that. I can sing that. I sing that song to Elliot sometimes. I can sure. sing that song fully acapella. The only mm-hmm. part that's difficult is the end when she layers herself, but I've yeah. come up with a way to do it. Cool. Yeah, I should add that to my own list. That's a good idea. Um, I have a, a YouTube playlist uh, for karaoke songs that I haven't done yet. Mm. And uh, just so I remember what they are, because you yeah. know, when you get there, you draw a blank and you're like, uh, what did I want to do? Um, and just to rapid fire some of the songs that I didn't mention before when we were going through the wish list, but they are on the playlist and I haven't done them. Uh, Angel of the Morning by Juice Newton. Uh, Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith, uh, which is also a James Bond song. Mm. You made a face at Angel of the Morning like you didn't know what I was talking about. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Just call me Angel of the Morning. <laughs> Do you don't know that? No. Deadpool used that song. And it's um, Deadpool. What's Up by Four Non Blondes. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, just What I Needed by The Cars. Mm. I guess you just what I, just what I needed. Uh, Girls on Film by Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. Um, we Are Here for a Good Time, Not a Long Time by Trooper. Not very likely that I'm going to get to karaoke that, but I would love to. Yeah. Uh, People Are Strange by The Doors, uh-huh. which I remember as the song from the end of The Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Rocket Man by Elton John. Uh, Islands in the Stream by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers, which would be oh. a fun fun duet. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, Down Easter Alexa by Billy Joel. Mm. Do you know that one? Um, I know who Billy Joel is. Yeah. The Down Easter Alexa is a ship. It's a song oh. about like, going out on the sea and being a fisherman. Sounds like well, a song Kenny would I'm like. on the down Easter Alexa. <laughs> it's a very, it's, you got to listen to that song. Um, Brandy, You're a Fine Girl by uh, Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, Not um, a song by Brandy, which is what I thought you were. No, no. Um, this, this was probably. Not the, the Boy is Mine by Brandy and uh, the other one. This was the most featured song in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, okay. This is the one that, like, Kurt Russell has, like, a monologue about, like, what this song, like, meant right. to h- yes. him and uh, Star-Lord's uh, mother. Um, Surrender by Cheap Trick. Uh, Firework by Katy Perry. <laughs> uh, Don't You Want Me by The Human League. Mm-hmm. Don't you want oh yeah uh-huh uh the killing moon by echo and the bunny men which come to think of it i can't believe we haven't done that one already uh and uh oh this is unlikely that i will ever get to do this one but um i think wilco came up last week mm-hmm. uh the wilco song uh nothing nothing's ever gonna stand in my way parentheses again I don't think I know that one. Uh, is one of my favorites. I have listened to a fair amount of Wilco. Nothing's ever gonna stand in my... Nothing's ever oh, gonna yes. stand okay. in... okay. Okay, you know it. Um, That's kids... from Summer Teeth, right? Yes. Yeah. Summer here, summer there. Um, kids by uh, MGMT. Ooh. Do you, know who's it? Do you know who the mom is in that music video? 
No, I don't know if I've seen it. Okay, do you, the music video has this baby that's crying because it can see all of the monsters. Cool. And the mom in it is Joanna Newsom. Oh, huh. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I'm not familiar. But she looks very generic. She's wearing like generic sunglasses and her hair is in a pony, generic ponytail. Yeah. And she's not going... There are some songs uh, that I, I truly think are bad songs Yeah. that I think would be fun to karaoke that I, I have on this list. Um, Safe and Sound by Capital Cities. Oh, yes. Kenny and I like that because there's a line in it that's like, I could be your luck, but we always sing it as I could be your pup. <laughs> We're I like, could I could your be pup. your pup. <laughs> that's fun. Another fun thing to do. At karaoke is change lyrics. Yes. Like, um, you know, the version of, um, uh, I mentioned, don't you want me earlier? The version where you just sing waitress at a cocktail bar. (laughs) I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar, a cocktail bar. I was working. And then when you get to the chorus, working as a waitress. I think I heard them do that on Game Grumps. That might have been where I got that. Oh, my God. Um, they probably got it somewhere else. Um, Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Oh, yeah. Viva La Vida by Coldplay. That song is a song that would be great if the words were just completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really great song to listen to if you pretend you don't know English. <laughs> Yes, if I could turn off the part of my brain <laughs> that understood English, I think I would, yeah, really enjoy listening to that song. Um, uh, Eternal Flame uh, by the Bangles. Mm. Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 or 624 by Chicago. <gasps> uh, this is a great song, Night Swimming by R.E.M. That would mm. be a real somber one, but, you know, sometimes you can slip that in. Yeah. Um, and then um, Rasputin. By... Ra, ra, Rasputin. I can't believe you know that one. I'm married to Kenny Lakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I do. I was just thinking, I was not thinking of the context of, of uh, that. I, I was only thinking of, of it's by, what it's a bizarre by, song that is. Um, It's by a band that's like a bunch of like black people. Like, it's not by Russian people, no. is my point. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it is a bizarre song because it makes you wonder, why are they singing about Rasputin? And also, why are they calling him Rasputin? <laughs> like, ra, like ra, Rasputin, lover, lover of, the, of Russian the Russian queen. queen. There, was, there was a cat that really was gone. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so much fun? <laughs> oh my God, yes. We... we Okay, that is one that I'm going to save for your visit. Please. Because I think you're the only person I know who will appreciate I will be that. so into it. You and Kenny. Um, okay, that concludes the examples that I had. Yeah. Uh, any, you have any other thoughts remaining? No, I just, I love, I love karaoke. I love mm-hmm. singing so much. And I practice songs so that I can be ready at a, the drop of a dime. Yes. Um, and so I'll be ready when I visit with a whole catalog and I'll have I, it written down so I don't forget. I can't wait. We, we, yes. we will, we will 
reserve at least two hours. As I said, that first, that birthday visit, it was one hour. I think the next time we went back, it was one hour. And then after that, we said like, we just got to do it. Yeah, like we're we're having so much fun. The hour goes by too quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And then we started reserving two hour blocks, and and I think, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, can't wait. Um, don't know how long we'll have to wait, but uh, we will. We look forward to it with with anticipation that that is uh, in spite of uh, the the uh, the unknowns. Yes. Thank you, Liz. You're welcome. And I'll see you next week, Will. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Will is on Twitter and Letterboxd at Youngest of One, and his website is WilliamHoffacker.com. You can find Liz at Exclamate on Instagram, at Exclamate underscore on Twitter, or on her website, ElizabethDeannaMorrisLakes.com. Our website is SmugBuds.com. And the podcast is at SmugBuds on Twitter and Instagram.